this is Miriam Lucas, and this podcast is brought to you in memory of my dad. The last two years of my dad's life was very difficult for everyone. Everyone saw that he was getting weaker, and he was still trying to fight to stay alive. I would say probably during those two years, perhaps my mother fought just as hard to keep him alive. And, you know, as children, you watch the dynamic between your mother and father, and you make judgments on them, trying to figure out, you know, who is right and who is wrong in how to handle different situations. And what it comes down to is that we often forget thinking that at a certain point in in their life they are maybe not as capable of making decisions as they say they are. And thus we step in with our own ideas, our own perspectives on things, and we forget that they were a couple. One of the most memorable moments I spent was Probably when my mom and was at my dad's bedside when he was very ill and dying. I remember the look on her face and I remember the things that she was still telling him as though he was conscious enough and I'm sure she believes he was to hear what she had to say. My parents had a unique relationship and among the siblings we felt that we knew them better than anyone else. We thought we knew my mother, we thought we knew my father, and in reality it wasn't until my dad was dying and was slipping away. I remember listening to the things that she was telling him that he was going to be okay and that he was going to come home and in reality we knew that that wasn't going to happen. However, It was the way she spoke to him and what was in her voice at the moment that made me realize something. And I wasn't quite sure how to express it until now. When she realized that he died, she looked at me and she said, the greatest part of my heart just died. It was at that moment that I realized that this was a wife talking about her husband and not my mom talking to my dad. It was a couple. This couple had gone through the most difficult times in their lives and pulled through these situations and stayed together where most people today would have walked away from each other. I mean, we looked at our parents when they argued and wondered, were they ever happy? And hearing these words, you realize that they were so happy and they knew each other. They knew how to talk to each other. And maybe the bantering between them was something that upset us, but it was nothing new to this relationship, to this couple. And this was how their life was. I remember thinking they fought so much. And I remember my mother saying, we never fought a day in our marriage, except those moments when it was about the kids. Now, I wondered, did she not hear herself or hear him arguing back and forth over situations? And I guess they didn't. 
because that was their marriage. That was the way things were. We saw it differently as looking at our parents arguing, but they were looking at each other as husband and wife. So we didn't really understand them as well as we thought we did. We didn't realize even at the moment at the viewing when she stood up and walked over to the casket saying to him, you promised me you wouldn't leave me. What am I going to do now? And that was a wife talking to her husband and reminiscing the moments that they had together, promising each other that they wouldn't leave one another, even at death. It was an amazing awakening to see this happening before my eyes. And I remember my siblings thinking that she should sit down and not say anything for sake of the people that were there. And I remember her saying, what was that that I heard? I reiterated the comment that was made. And I remember her saying to me, I don't care if I get up a thousand times to say something to him. That's my husband. And I don't care if people like it or they don't. The same happened at the the uh, cemetery plot when they were trying to get my mom to leave because it was cold and windy and they felt it would be too hard for her to witness them putting my dad in the ground. Well, with that, my mother turned around and said, I am sitting here until the first shovel of dirt falls on that casket and no one is going to make me leave. It was at that moment we realized the promise that they made each other and that nothing was going to cause them to break that promise, or especially the promise that my mom made, that she will be there with him till the very end. I guess my point is that we don't know the dynamic between a husband and a wife as their children. We only see them as our parents. And so often we miss the most important moments that they had and probably discussed these things when we weren't around, never imagining that we would prevent them from handling situations the way they promised each other. We love our parents and we are forever looking to make their lives as easy as possible and protect them from getting hurt. But we also have to remember that in our decisions, we have to take into account what they may have promised each other. And when we see one struggling to get to the hospital to be with the other, and we think it's not a good time or that it's impossible for that to happen, we should at least try to ease their heart and do what we can to get them to see their husband or their wife or to at least explain to them that you will get a message to them so that they at least feel that they have tried and they have done all that they could to keep that promise. Saying to one or the other that this is the best place for them, that they're ill, that it's not a good time for them to go in, or that it's impossible to see them at that moment, may be what we feel is the right thing to do. But to that husband or to that wife, it's the worst that could happen to them. When we are in love 
and we talk to our spouse, we talk to our partner, discussing those sad moments that we may have to face one day. We too never consider the fact that someone will overlook that, maybe not pay attention to it, or in some way hinder us from keeping our promises. I'm not saying that children do this deliberately. I guess what I'm saying is we have to be more conscious of our parents as a couple first because when we're making those plans with our husband or our wives, we want to feel wholeheartedly that we really will do everything that we can to fulfill this promise. Writing a living will doesn't always suffice as we are not faced with a decision that maybe we would change our mind at the last minute, but at least we could make our children aware of what it is we want and ask them to help us in the event that we are older or we can't get to see each other, that they will be there to help us accomplish these things in marriage two people become one person. At death, the other person is taken away, almost as though the heart is ripped in half. That's a pain that most children can't even imagine with their own spouse or partner. And it is certainly not something that we would think would be taken away from us when we get older. It's a lot like the song, What Does Love Have to Do With It? It has everything to do with it. And we pray that our own marriages, our own committed relationships, share this kind of love from the moment we are together until death do we part. Thank you and God bless you.